welcome one and all to Swapping Joysticks. I am your host, Biggest Benners, and I am joined by the incredible, the amazing, the fantastically talented at video games, video games journalism, and racing. Oh, actually, no, not racing games. It's Ed Nightingale. Wow, just get that shade in at the start. <laughs> Can't be too nice. I want you to get a big head. Wow. Hello. <laughs> Hello. It is the 28th of July, 2022, just in case somebody's listening to this on shuffle uh, and they want to know hmm, what came out in that month or in that week. Oh, uh, how are you doing, Ed? How have you been? I, uh, I'm doing all right, thanks. It's another... I feel like the weather's still really hot, even though it's not. It's moist. Um, it is. It's very muggy. Mm. Um, and uh, clammy. clammy and muggy. Have you got swamp pass? Yeah, mm. constantly. What is that down there? You know, if you put what? your hand down there and like kind of just... It's like it's too thick to be water. Excuse me? You know, like, you know, like the the moistness down it's there. It's sweat, Ben. Well, it's, it's, it's thicker than sweat. Okay, we need to stop this here. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. no. It's like goo. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, now, there's one thing that I am a little bit disappointed in this week. Oh. And that's that you've cheated on me. <gasps> mm, yes, I am very sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm I, not happy you're about publicly it. shaming me on yeah. my own channel in front of all these people. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm, I'm proud of you, but I'm also <laughs> really upset. Pr- you're proud me. of who I got with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you have got with them as well? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Mm. See. Maybe we just need an open relationship. No. <laughs> Quite Come a scandal. On, <laughs> tell us who you cheated on. on I on cheated on you. Well, <clears throat> you should tell me because I don't want to get her first name wrong. Keza. Keza, okay. Because it's not Keza. I thought it was Keza for a bit. But uh, Keza. Keza McDonald from The Guardian um, has included me in her article... About Meet the Gamers, why queer representation is exploding in video games, which is in the chat right now. And if you just Google it, um, you will find it there. And it was a real honor to be included by her because they'd, uh, I think she'd contacted the people at the top of Rainbow Arcade um, and asked for some email address to contact. Uh, But I'd missed the boat by like a few hours. So I just went and messaged her directly. And uh, yeah, she... uh, And you were the only one in the article. (laughs) (laughs) No, there were a couple of others. But yeah, I don't think the other folk from Rainbow Arcade were in it. I did look for it. Uh, but no, I think they the people from Rainbow Arcade had given their opinions and their ideas that helped shape the article. So, because uh, she did thank them in the tweet as well. So I'm guessing so. But yeah, it was um, pretty awesome being in there. And my picture at the Sega booth at TwitchCon made it in as well. Yeah. So not only did is it I, my background. Did I take that? Uh, you did actually. And yeah. I thought, because it's like pretty much the only photo of just me. Like, I don't want to sound full of myself, but I need to take more pictures of just myself. Because when people are asking me for pictures, I'm like, well, there's this one I'm with someone, this one I'm with three people, this one I'm with a million people all wearing head masks. This one is me, uh, yeah, kind of bleary-eyed at night. What you're saying is that you're just so popular and you would never be so self-centered as to take a picture of yourself. This, it's more the second. Like, why would I take a picture of myself? I don't want a picture. Of, why would I want a picture of myself? 
But then when people ask for it for various things, like today they needed it for the, um, well, what we're going to talk about and what we're going to do tomorrow. Mm. I had to take a pic- I had to get a picture and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> so um, I use the one that's on my profile picture, but not with the yellow well, background. I'll add in as well, Keza did include, because she mentioned mm. TwitchCon, oh, yeah. she mentioned the drag showcase at TwitchCon, Dara, and then you got linked a... to my article. So I also got a little bit in there. You got a little, nice. no, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, you got a little, uh, a little kind of hand squeeze. Yeah, Aww. I'll take that. Yes. It was an honor because who wants to talk to Eurogamer says, I resurrect, whoever that could be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been, I've already been interviewed by Ed. I hope uh, Kez is not expecting what you got when you interviewed me. Wow. <laughs> that was not in response to any of that. <laughs> yeah, Ed interviewed me for uh, a previous publication that he used to work at and uh, enjoyed the interview so much, decided to uh, get with me. And here I am. Yeah. For some reason. <laughs> um... Well, that's been an exciting week for you then, hasn't it? It's been, yeah, it has been a week, a week, an exciting week, a very busy, tiring week. I had the sodding emergency phone at work last night and somebody came into, yeah, so it, I work at an international language school and uh, yeah, I had to be on call the entire night, which is like the world's worst thing. Um, and yeah, that was it just for one night, it turns out. So Lots of uh, late night, late night calls. One person called and was like, I'm in the queue for Phantom of the Opera and I've lost my ticket. And I'm like... That is an emergency, to be fair. That, like, is, that I, is a personal... Lost, lost tickets is, is, is an emergency. That's a very mm. urgent call. That is a personal emergency. I don't give a damn because I'm not going to see it. So there you go. Maybe if they I should... If I lost my tickets, I'd probably call you as well. Well, can just, you get me some more tickets? Yeah, please? exactly. You'd probably be like, can you buy me another one like you did last time? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I mean, she was obviously, she obviously didn't care about it enough because otherwise, I mean, why would you lose it if you were not really desperately looking and forward where, to it? where was the ticket? No, I don't know. And I don't care. I put the phone down. I was like, this is an emergency. I've got stuff to do. Sorry. Sorry, love. I thought you said it was in her email. No, that was somebody else. Oh. Yeah, no, I don't give a shit. I was like, no. Why are you calling me? I'm not technically working. Go you away. Because you've got the phone. My boss said, my boss today was like, did you like be, were you really stern with her? Because apparently you'd have like really told her off for, you know, wasting my time. I mean, yeah. But then I would not work at that school because my response would be fuck off and then hang <laughs> up. So yeah. that's why you don't trust me with those things. Exactly. Don't trust Ed. With customer service. No. That's very true, actually. Hell no. <laughs> How has your week been then? Have you had a busy week? I have had a very busy week, actually. Um, some exciting things coming um, soon. Hmm. Um, and uh, so in terms of reviews and interviews and, and feature bits. You're going to do a review for Eurogamer? Hmm. Hmm. But I'm not going to tell you what it is. No. Um, so yes, lots of uh, lots of exciting bits, um, including some stuff that we are doing this weekend, which maybe we should tell people about. Yes. Well, are you going to say what you did 
Was it yesterday or Tuesday? Tuesday, right? It was Tuesday. Yeah. Um, yeah, we could talk about that. So, um, well, firstly, after this, we are going to be recording some F1 2022 footage. Oh, we're going to do that news first, are we? Oh, yeah. We'll start with that. So, yeah, we're recording for F1 2020, or F122, which is F Formula 122, right? So that one, we're going to be recording that. And we will be uh, racing each other in a multiplayer. So <laughs> we tested this out yesterday. And, um, well, I we did qualify. In. So what it is, it's, if anybody doesn't know what Formula 1 2022 is, then, you know, get to Google. But it's a racing game with the Formula 1 cast. And we're doing a series of videos where just before the actual Grand Prix before it's you know it's live whatever which is on Sunday in Hungary we're going to release us racing each other around the track um, along with some AI as well and yesterday we did a little trial and we you do a one-shot qualifying so you do one lap in qualifying and you have to try and you know get pole position etc and, and where, did, where did you come when we did that yesterday in the little test? Well, you came 19th. You were five seconds behind the car in front in 19th. Fine. And I was... Uh, oh, were you five seconds off the leader, actually? No, you were five seconds off the five leader. Five seconds off the leader. Yeah, uh, and I was 10 seconds off the leader. And I was in last. In last place. But why was I in last place, Edward? Oh, because you blame your tools. I, I use the steering wheel. Um, which I'd never used before. Oh, it didn't work very well. I don't know how to use it. Oh, so, well, then we had the actual race and I didn't realise you had to like push in the clutch and all this weird nonsense and stuff at the start. So, I mean, I was last anyway, but I got like a <laughs> eight second, uh, um, yeah, I had like an eight second uh, time loss. And I managed to catch up a bit, although then I had like the traction control was turned off. So I just kept spinning off and I had like 21 seconds behind excuses, 19th place. Excuses, excuses. <sighs> but in the end, I finished 10th, which is a point. Where did you finish, Ed? 19th. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? 16th. Yeah, because that car, it was remember 16th. those two cars crashed. Oh, no, one crashed. No, one broke down. Look, and Some people crashed. There was a yellow, there was a yellow flag. I think I ignored it. I just carried on racing. <laughs> I might have overtaken someone. Um, <laughs> it worked out nicely for me. There you go. He overtook someone under yellow flags and didn't get banned for it. <laughs> but yeah, so if you want to see us do that again, which I don't know, like... Yeah, that was a test drive. So the... we're going to do a proper race after, after this tonight, which will be recorded and up this weekend. Yes. And I, I don't know, I... I feel like if it's fun and entertaining and stuff, we should encourage other people to join us. We can do our... People we'll have it. We'll keep our, like, mics on and stuff, but if other people have it and want to join us for a race, it could be very amusing. Indeed. Mm. As, I've, as I've said many times before, I don't like a racing game where you have to break. I just want to charge into people and drift around corners and go at top speed. Which is why you finish maybe 16th. Throw, maybe throw a blue shell. And yes, that is why I finished 16th. I did get better. Yeah. I guess, you know, the bar was low, but you were, you know, no, you... I've never played this game before. So, yeah. you know, I'll take it. Right. So anyway, that's going to be our new little series. But we have some more racing happening this weekend. Mm. So me being the very nice person that I am for your birthday, bought two tickets to the Formula E 
which Ooh. is in London this weekend, because sadly I can't afford uh, Formula One tickets to Silverstone because I don't have a few grand to spare. Um, <laughs> I got an advert, by the way, on my Instagram today. There was like, go to Abu Dhabi for the Formula One packages starting at £1,600 per person. I was like, <laughs> no. no, absolutely no. not. Um, so instead, you got Formula E tickets, which if people don't know is Formula Electronic. Everything It's all electronic cars. Um, and so it's very environmentally friendly and sustainable. Yes. Um, and uh, so we are going to go watch that on Saturday. Um, however, I also was offered an opportunity through work um, to interview uh, the director of esports for uh, Formula E. So they have a competition called Accelerate, which is their championship. Um, that's all, e you know, esports racing. Um, and it was an opportunity to interview their director, uh, who I spoke to on Tuesday, and then also um, their current reigning two-time champion, um, who also used to be um, uh, used to be a driver and now moved into esports. Um, so I'm going to be speaking to him over the weekend, um, mm. and as part of that. Um, because we're both going to the race anyway, we are basically going as media people tomorrow uh, to have a tour around the track. And we get to try out the sim races that the esports racers use. So they have a full setup, like they're sat with a wheel and pedals and everything. So we get to try that out. So maybe, Ben, that can help you out with your, with your wheel. How dare. Um, and then we also get to drive an actual Formula E car around the track. Which I still can't, I won't believe until I actually see it. <laughs> Same, until I'm sat there being like, this is actually happening. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, so I have checked and we are allowed to film. So Ben is going to bring his gimbal and uh, and do some filming over the weekend of us at Formula E. Which is, so that's I cannot believe it. Like, yeah, I've been watching this. I don't really, I don't watch a lot of the races. Sometimes it'll pop up on my YouTube feed and I'll watch. So if I like the first season, I watched a few. Um like a few races there were some really cool crashes and you know overtakes and there was one race crash. there was one race where like so many of them like their batteries died like on the last lap and then a random one from like fifth place ended up winning because of it and yeah it's something you the weirdest ending to any race it was brilliant um they'll have speed limiters yeah i mean that is very true yeah like, if it's electric yeah they will do and i'm sure it will just be kind of like oh you can crawl around and just i would whatever. happily it's not going to be fully racing but that's still incredible. I'm, oh my it's god, an amazing opportunity. If I just get, I mean, they might look at me and be like, "Yeah, you can't fit in that." I don't know because I'm very tall. In which um, case, I'll do it for you, and you can film it. No, I was told we're not allowed to film whilst driving. That's that the was thing. very clear. Yeah, <laughs> or when they're doing practice things or something. Uh, yes. Yeah, so there is um, a, a practice session that's happening with the Formula E drivers, the actual ones. Uh, we're not allowed to film that. But there are some people. There's some big names in there nick devries who could be replacing sebastian vettel who knows um and a couple of uh former in fact if i bring up interesting let me let me quickly i'm gonna this is gonna be very boring for a lot of people here uh i don't care so you know all these things i don't so this is why you're coming with me to explain who yeah. these people are literally what what is driving what is a car i mean i know that much um but you what can is explain a, a lot of, a lot of these things yeah um for, so look, for me to write about. So some of the people in here, like uh, Stoffel van Dorn, uh, he was a Formula One driver. Uh, Antonio Giovinazzi, who was Formula One. He was, you know, the Italian Jesus. Uh, he was in, uh, it was in last season. He was in Formula One. 
Um, there's Sam Bird, who's really good British. Nick uh, Lucas Degrassi, who was also formerly Formula One. John Eric Verne, former former uh, F1. Sebastian Buemi, F1. Uh, Pascal Verline was F1 as well. But the one of the people in there is Dan Tictum. Now, do you know Dan Tictum? No idea. Uh, he was in Formula Two and he got sacked um, because he made comments about the sister team in form. He was in like a junior program and he made comments about Latifi, I believe. Don't count me on it. On his Twitch stream. Um, and because they were like their sister team, then they got them, uh, then he got uh, fired. But I had followed him on uh, Twitch and he's a bit of an asshole. Well, this thing, so many of the drivers seem to alternate between driving in real life, but also having Twitch streams and doing esports and mm. like, which is kind of what my article is going to be about is, you know, there's this, I mean, spoiler, there's this real crossover between you know, esports and, and gaming and real life racing. And actually it's so realistic now that you can potentially cross over and do both, which is amazing that we've come that far in a video game that that can literally teach you how to drive in real life. Yeah. Well, maybe that also, is a... also yeah. are any of these drivers hot because they will automatically get my support. Wow. Um, I mean, they're all kind of, peak physical condition quite young so i mean there's some so i'll support them all yeah. excellent like a proud mum. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um but yeah there's the i mean i don't really i don't know i think some of them are probably it's weird because there's like a mix of ones that are people that are pretty old and ones that are very young it's very very much a mix interesting so there um but yeah that is going to be tomorrow and i can't wait for it mm. So we will be posting videos. There'll be like Insta stories and stuff. So just keep an eye on it. So probably uh, probably next week you'll finally edit something. Probably, yeah. Because we've got a very busy weekend. Because what are we doing on... So Saturday is the actual race. We get to go and watch mm. it. How long's the press pass valid for? Is it just the Friday? I presume it's the weekend. I've got a timetable for the entire weekend. So oh, nice. We'll see. Wow. Um, and then on... Uh, yeah, so that is on Saturday. And then what are we doing on Wednesday? Wednesday? Well, uh, well, Saturday. Sorry, I read West Manovich in the chat. And I would, then automatically changed it to Wednesday. What are we doing on Sunday? On Sunday, we are getting up very early. <sighs> and we're doing something that is... So the racing is probably more your thing than my thing. But I'm, I'm slowly learning... It was my birthday shape. present. Exactly. And then on Sunday, we're doing something for me. Which is a bread making course. <laughs> so, um, long time followers of Ben might remember from I think it was last year um, when I went to a French bread making course and made some very phallic bread. So there was a baguette, which was a dick. It had a um, big bell to it to its end. It did, and then there was a fougasse, which looked is meant to look like a leaf and looked very much like a vagina. Um, a fucas. <laughs> fugas. It's a G. It's a fucas. Do you get it? I, I'm just ignoring you. <laughs> um, so we are going back to the same place, um, courtesy of my mother. Yay. Uh, who, uh, who, who Give her a shout out. Vouchers. <laughs> <laughs> Give your mum a shout out. Shout no. out to Ed's mum. 
Um, and uh, we are this time going to be doing some Greek bread making. So mm. we're going to be making some olive bread and some honey cake and something else. I can't mm. remember. And I'll leave it in ruins. Well, I don't know what you're going to leave in ruins. The breads? Depends. Will, will we have a genuine Greek person teaching us? I have no idea. Oh. It's got to be authentic. Yeah. Um, it's a very good place in London, though. So they do do amazing bread. Um, and we're going to have shit tons of bread and cake to eat because we each make three things. So that's six things that we're going to have to eat. Um, but we're coming back. And then in the afternoon, we're having another very sportsy afternoon because then it's the F1 in Hungary. Mm. Um, and one of my friends from down the road, Gina, she is going to come over uh, and watch with us and help us to devour the bread. Please. And then it's the women's Euro final. Oh, and it's going to be England versus that? England versus Germany. Ooh. Indeed. Which uh, maybe, hopefully, England will win. You know, the second Euro Cup final at Wembley. Mm. Yes. Anyway, this is a video game podcast. Um, it is, and we're talking about sports. Yeah, this is an Oof. LGBT. This is an LGBT focused video game podcast, and we're talking about sport. Well, it's related to games because there is esports in the F one or F Formula E racing. Yes, the F formula. <laughs> I was going to say F one, and then I decided not to. Bless. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. So that will be uh, that'll be this weekend. But I'm really looking forward to. It. I'm also like I'm really really looking forward to the race this evening that we're going to play on uh, Formula One because I want to show you just how good I am. Because yesterday you didn't you didn't see me at my best. Well, we'll see. We'll T see. It will be recorded. Will. There will be evidence of however good or bad we both are. Yes, very true. And that will go up on Saturday morning. Saturday morning. And we'll do that every... I'll hold you to that. Yes. Well, I will record. I'm going to edit it and everything tonight. So it's done. Because I don't have work. Or I'll do it tomorrow morning. Because I don't have work tomorrow. You do, don't you? I do have work in the morning, yes. Oh. If I'm working all day, it's a media um, trip that is work. Oh, How yeah. How dare you? How yeah. dare you I'm not working? Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. I have an interview to do. That's true. And you're going to have to sit next to me and just look innocent. I can do that. <laughs> cool. <laughs> like, but anyway, it melt. What have you been playing this week, Ben? I was playing F1 2022. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no. Heather says, I wouldn't say I'm a bad driver, but playing on a sim, oh my God, I can't. Oh, honestly, Heather, yesterday I was spinning. I spun around like five times just trying to get around one lap of the Hungara ring. Uh, no, but I've mainly been playing a game called Stray. Oh. And every time I think of Stray with me. You know the Shakespeare says. You better assist. hope and mm. pray. Hope and that spray. You'll make it stray back in your own world. Do, 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 do. Stay with you. Love yeah, that song. Exactly. So I cannot <laughs> see that game without having that in my head. Um, great. Yeah. Anyway, we're not going to speak too much about it because you're barely halfway through. I am halfway through. I love what I've played so far. Um, it's like, I thought, oh, it's just, it's just a nice cat game, um, in a sci-fi world, but actually it's giving me like the last of us. It's giving me Nia. Yes. Um, it's, um, there's a lot of like existential 
robots in it. Not spoiling um, anything, but the area you just got to, you saw the tree. Yes. That tree reminds me so much of the tree in Nia. You know, with the little That's robots exactly around. That's exactly what I was thinking it when is, I got there. I mean, it can't be coincidence. And there are some incredible references to other games in there as well. I was talking and to... films. Back yeah. to the Future. Yes, Doc. Um, and I was talking to one robot, I won't say where, but it was like, he was talking about how he, you know, was working somewhere, but took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> or took something to the knee. Oh no, There's lots, that meme. There are lots of memes and references in it. Well, speaking of that, I'm going to put in a quick Eurogame article that Ian has done a video of different Easter eggs that you can find in Stray. Oh, 25. Brilliant. Yeah. It is, it is just a fantastic um, game, though. I, pl I played it in one sitting. It's rare for me to play a game from start to finish. In fact, the last time I did that was unpacking. And mm. I really... I love... Oh, So it's the cyberpunk game, or the cyberpunk aesthetic, anyway, that I wanted from any cyberpunk game. Not just talking about cyberpunk 2077, but I've always kind of loved the art of the genre, if not necessarily all parts of the of the genre itself and all the other things that come with it but just like the kind of dank miserable um like city vibes but with a neon glow uh it's this game does that perfectly but it not only just has kind of big flashy lights in neon everywhere every single area is focused on a certain color palette or you're not kind of just overwhelmed with the same kind of neon bright lights or darkness everywhere everywhere you're going the game knows that people are going to take screenshots, which is bizarre that there's not a photo mode in it. I, I'm yeah, I thought that. Really surprised. Uh, but like some of the photos I was taking in game just looked like like they don't even look like screenshots. They were it was just so stunning. And yeah, I just love I love the story in it. I want to play it again. Um, I really want to play it again. It's got a nice bit of humor in it because you got a little robot person helping you uh, traverse through it because I had and no idea what it was. And so many little catisms as well. Like yes. they do. I mean, look, I'm I'm much more of a dog person than a cat person, but you can tell that they've captured so much of like cat behaviour. Be that arsehole cats like knocking things off, yes, um, for no reason, like playing with things, or yeah. the way they want to scratch everything, or then they like curl up and and nap. Mm. Um, there's so many little catisms that are just adorable. Yeah, like the things knocking paint off. I like quite near the beginning. It's like here's a load of paint, uh, pots of paint you can throw off for just no reason. And like just because you get to be a cat. And I had I went into this game not knowing a single thing about it. And I think that's one of the reasons why I loved it. So I went in absolutely no idea what was going to go on. Um, I had no idea there was a robot in it. I just thought it was kind of a cat simulator. That you just kind of walked from one place to another. Maybe did a few challenges to, you know, allow you to get to the next place. And then that was it. But there's actually a really interesting story. There's... A very, I mean, not just an interesting story, but there's this mystery trying to work out what's happened um, and bits of things start unraveling. And it's not ridiculously slow when these reveals are happening. And just navigating around the place, you never feel, it's a bit like, um, it's a bit like a Destiny 2 multiplayer map. You never get like, it's going to, it's going to be weird, but it's, you, it's got such good level design that you never kind of get backed in and stuck in a dead end or in a corner. You've always got somewhere to go. If you want to go from one place to another, there are so many different ways to get there. You're never, oh, I damn it, I don't have that certain access. If you say so. You, um, yeah, you haven't got to that area yet. Well, you, you've so been no to the first open world area. Well, like the open area. Hmm. Yes. There's another one that's a bit more. 
Okay. But um, which is my favorite area by far. Um, but I played this, and interesting, no, I played this on PS5, and I've, I'm glad because I've heard that that was the best place to get it. Yeah. yeah, there's um there's a lot of uh sense stuff in it. I love that the cat falls asleep and naps and then it purrs out of the controller. Mm-hmm. Um which is super cute. Um yeah, it's just there's so much heart to it even though it's that sort of cold neon cyberpunk world. There is so much heart to this game. Yes. Um I wanted to play it like you did all in one go, but I just got so distracted partly by chat playing on stream. Um but just so distracted by being a cat. <laughs> um that i'm now only halfway through it after like four hours so um it's going to take me quite a while but i will definitely go back and uh and and play through and and get the trophies and all the bits i missed because it's just that kind of game that and i love that that it's a short game that you can just replay and get more and more out of as opposed to here's 105 hours of elden ring that's going to just repeat everything and take Mm. forever there's also a great there's yeah if you want to get the platinum trophy it takes uh it'll take a few playthroughs because I've just played through it the first time. I didn't get everything unlocked. But yeah, once you've got... There's like lots of quite specific trophies. There's one where you have to die nine times. Um, which I think you've probably got already. Uh, uh, watching your no. gameplay. <laughs> I died twice. Thank you very okay. much. Actually, I finished it without getting that trophy. Not mm. to boast. Um, and there's also one where you have to nap for an hour. Uh, but there's also one where you have to finish it in under two hours so you won't be getting that uh, also i can just see on my screen mr wibble is now playing stray so i'm glad that we gave uh, mr wibble the uh yeah he's like oh gotta go play it because <laughs> it is it's it, definitely it, the game at the moment it's like yeah. the highest rated game on steam um it's the game that everybody on twitch is playing mm-hmm. um also means if you are playing it be aware of spoilers because there are some assholes going around trolling people putting spoilers into chat they're not there um, without i don't want yeah because i saw that person in yours um i've ignored are, it don't worry yeah no but there are people going around posting stuff in chats that aren't that isn't true and this happened oh, to of me. course they're just yeah. trying to they're just trying to troll people yeah like i'm not going to say what that person said whether it's true or not but that i've seen in streams people posting it and this happened during star wars um because i remember when star wars which was the one that came, I think it was the last one. Um, and people were going around and they were following people with spoilers in their names, Star Wars spoilers in their names, because, you know, what a sad little low life. Um, and those ones were also false as well. But I, that's just as annoying, I find. Because you're then expecting it, because it'll stay in your head no matter what what you've read when it, when someone's put a spoiler in the chat. That will always stay in your head. So when you go and actually watch the movie or something, that's going to be uh yeah that is going to be something that you you're thinking like oh does that happen or doesn't it happen and yeah i just hate assholes like that there are however a lot of very good mods already um so if you are a dog person you can mod it on pc to play as a dog instead of a cat um or there are people who are literally opening up to requests so that if you want to have a modded cat that looks like your own pet you can have that put in um there are there are loads of little mods that are going around. There's one that changes the meow to um, uh, Jason from Heavy Rain. Um, mm. So you just go around calling Jason over and over again. Is the one um, where you can turn the cat into Thomas the Tank Engine? I haven't seen that yet, which is surprising because usually Thomas is up there with with mods. <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine replacing uh, Mr. X or Doctor. What's his name again? Is it Mr. X? Doctor X? 
Mr. X. Mr. Resident X Evil. in Resident yeah, Evil 2. Yeah. yeah, that was uh, incredible. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Heather says, I've already looked into that, like in the game, but the dying thing puts me off. So it looks just like you go to sleep. It doesn't say like dead or anything like that. It's there's well, no, cats there's have, nothing. Cats have multiple line, uh, lives anyway. Yeah. So, you know, they can't die. And just, I, yeah, I'm the same. I hate cruelty to animals, in, especially in games. Um, and, well, no, actually not especially in games. In real life is a lot worse. Uh, but And in games. And uh, it didn't. It's fine. It's fine for that. A question for you, Ben. Have you played The Last Guardian? Uh, I played a bit of it, but I got bored. It's just a giant. Why am I not surprised? Ugly meerkat dog, isn't it? Trico is not ugly. How dare you? It looks like it's about a thousand years old. It's like an Afghan hound crossed with a chimpanzee. Wow. Trico is the best pet in gaming. Um. Um. Do you not know the dog from Red Dead Redemption 2? Oh, I don't care about that game about fucking horse balls and shitting. That is the best thing, yeah. Yeah. Trico, the Pokemon. Exactly, the Pokemon. No. I actually think I do have Last Guardian Trico. somewhere. Um, I have it on a shelf in there. It's also on PS Plus, so you can play it there. <sighs> um, Trico came from the people... Um, uh, well, the Last Guardian, sorry. It's the same team who made um, Ico and Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, And they made The games. Last Guardian. Great games. The Last Guardian is also incredible and you play as a little boy and you have to escape by using your sort of newfound pet who is this like cat dog bird thing um but it's super cute and the mm. way that they made the ai was to make that the trico literally realistic so he doesn't always do what you want him to do or he sort of comes up in different ways that you don't expect that makes him feel real it's an incredible game <sighs> i'm gonna have to play it aren't i Yes, I'm going to force you to play it. I might even play it on stream. I feel like that's a good length as well for a stream game. Yes, it's a great stream game. I'm looking for ones that are classics and not too long. Yeah, it's, that's the thing. It's not that long. People will fall in love with the pet. It's I also stream game. I remember reading the story to make sure, you know, it wasn't just one of those games that then likes to try and just leave you with a shitty feeling right at the end. And I saw that it wasn't, but I can't remember what it was. But I can't remember being like, oh, that's quite cool. So, uh, so you've read ahead of the ending. Of course. Don't you? No. But you don't. You want to make sure that it's going to be worthwhile in the end. Well, you find that out at the end and then you review it. <laughs> well, some of us don't get paid to play video games. Sorry. <laughs> what about you? What have you been playing that you can actually talk about? Nothing. Yeah, so I'm halfway through Stray. Um, I'm reviewing a certain thing that is out next week, mm. um, which I've can we guess? a lot of. What? Can we guess? No, you can't guess, but you'll find out next week. Um, and um, I've been playing a couple of other bits. I'm, I'm very in, in JRPG mode at the moment. Um, I finally played some Final Fantasy XIV at the weekend, um, which was very good to get back into. I've got a lot of leveling to do. Um, but after the next week, that is going to be my my goal. Um, ooh, I've also... ooh, do you know what I'm going to do? Oh, I've decided I'm going to be uh, irresponsible. Oh, no. I'm going to buy Xenoblade Chronicles 3 and play it at oh. midnight. Um, 
Or does that mean you're going to buy the digital copy? Thing is, but yeah, because by the time I finish it, we'll probably, you know, you'll just be able to buy it on my Switch. No, I want to play it on my Switch. <sighs> can't Fine. you just buy a physical copy like you do everything else? Well, but then I can't play it at midnight. Mm. <laughs> I've got enough other games to play. <laughs> Fine. If you make, if you're not allowing me to, then have, fine. okay. Have you started Live Alive yet? I mean, I've oh, seen oh, the main oh, screen. Oh, oh, I've oh. seen, I've seen the title screen. I haven't so pressed. You've a. just bought a new game. Oh, I hate it when you do this. <laughs> <sighs> well, you're there getting jealous about not being able to play uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Three. How is um, Triangle Strategy treating you? I was getting to that. Um, oh yeah. Yes. Uh, Triangle Strategy. I started on the train to TwitchCon. Yeah. Um, so I have been playing some of that. I'm not super far through it. Um, it's the kind of game that I plan. I plan to play in little chunks, sort of a little bit every day, to try and get through some of it. And I've ended up not doing that. Um, <laughs> I haven't played that many strategy games before. Um, I played Final Fantasy Tactics Advance which I enjoyed. Um, and I loved Fire Emblem Three Houses. Um, so this is similar. Um, it's a it's a tactical strategy game, um, turn-based, on a grid, very similar to those, um, but doesn't quite play the same. It's very difficult. Um, it doesn't have is it permadeath. Though? Well, it doesn't have permadeath like Fire Emblem does, which is nice. However, it's quite easy for your characters to die in battle. And there's the perfectionist side of me that also having played Fire Emblem, I'm like, no one can die in battle. Everyone must live. Um, and it's really hard to try and keep everyone alive. It's not so bad to get through battles, but it's really hard to keep everyone alive. And I'm apparently not very good at that. So that is stressing me out in the sort of perfectionist side of me that I want everyone to live. Um, there are extra battles you can do to level up because obviously if someone dies, it means they they don't get any experience points. So you then have to sort of do extra battles and and try and build them back up again, which is just adding to the time playing it, which is a little bit annoying. Um, the other thing that makes it tricky is that I'm used to Fire Emblem where your characters will counter even when the enemy attacks you. So it means if you've got someone really strong, you can just put them out front and attract all the enemies and then they can just counter all the hits and end up killing them without you having to attack but you can't do that in triangle strategy so you can only attack when it's actively your turn and there's this thing where if you surround an enemy on two sides when you hit them the person on the other side gets an extra attack in so it's very much about positioning but the enemy can do that to you as well so if you're not careful your, your characters can get surrounded very quickly and end up dying before they've even got a chance to hit and they can't counter. So it, it, you have to play very, very carefully. It's all about positioning. You have to be quite defensive. Um, it is, it's a tricky little game. The other thing with it is that I'm on the fourth chapter, I think, and I've only done four battles. And that's a good, like, probably five, six hours worth of playing, maybe. Um, so there aren't actually very many battles. Each chapter sort of has one big battle with it. So you don't get a lot of time to sort of practice or level up uh, between between battles um, because there is so much story. 
and it literally plays out like game of thrones it's like war these three warring kingdoms everything's in threes these three warring kingdoms there's kings and politicians and no one likes each other and arranged marriages and it feels very game of thrones but it's so much talking it's almost like a visual novel with some battling in it um so I sort of don't like it quite as much as Fire Emblem because Fire Emblem feels a bit more balanced and a bit more involved. This feels very much like I'm just watching a story unfold, it, uh, unfold and then I get to do a battle every now and again. So it's very, very slow. Um, it's the kind of story where I'm I'm going to get sucked into it and I'm sure by the end it will be worthwhile and I'll enjoy it and I will learn to appreciate the combat. Um, it's just very, very slow to get going. Every time I looked over you playing it, I was like, Game of Thrones? game of thrones yeah it just has that kind of vibe to it really mm. um it looked really good to be honest it, it is it is a brilliant game that you know the writing is very sort of ye olde shakespearean um but uh but the story is nicely done it's sort of like i say it's slow but you can see that it's creeping in and and uh slowly taking hold um it's gonna <clears> be <throat> very interesting the only thing i'm also less keen on are the graphics okay what was that Oh, I've muted it for everybody else. You got it. You got full cough down oh, the microphone, though. Lovely. Thanks for that cough. Um, it's really pleasant. Yeah, um, I can't mute it for you as well. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, the graphics are t the 2D HD style that we've had in Octopath and that's now in Live Alive. Um, it just feels a bit blurry. Like, it's, it's not HD. And I've played it in handheld. And I've played it on the TV as well. And it just feels like it's not as sharp as I want the HD to be. And I know the idea is it's sort of pixels, but then with sort of sharp environments. But mm. the environments and the textures just feel a little bit blurry. So the whole thing sort of just looks like a 16-bit game, which is, I, I appreciate, is sort of the point. But then you get like really nice water textures or really nice lighting. But then the textures are sort of not HD enough. So mm. it's just not quite as sharp as I would like it to be. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll let you know how we live alive and see if that is HD. Mm. I like how you say HD. Fine, HD. Whatever oh. you, whatever you want, Mr. <laughs> English teacher. Yes, Mr. Um, the other one that. Well, you write for a living. You don't speak for a living. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I type out the H. Would you like some breaking news? Oh, go on. Who was our guest last week, or was it the week before? Uh, Kelsey from Annapurna. So right now. Thank you to everybody who's been here because the Annapurna Interactive Showcase is on right now. Ooh. And the very one, Kelsey, who was join who joined us on this podcast, has opened the show. So if go. you got you can see her presenting. She's literally presenting the inter the Annapurna Interactive Showcase. And I tried to get it out of her. I was like, are we gonna see you at the uh, showcase? She wouldn't tell us anything. She was like, you'll have to watch it. Um <laughs> I should have been like, well, we'll be we'll be doing the podcast. Sorry, uh, <laughs> but yeah, she was uh, on it. It's over now, is it? Okay, because I've got it paused and stuff. But um, oh, okay, that means, and she, I think she closed it, right? Yes. Yeah, but she uh, was she was bookending as the Annapurna representative. That's awesome. That also means that my article should be live. Oh, so I, I need to go and check that. Wait, let me go and uh, wait. If you because <laughs> no, it's not yet, so I will go check that in a minute. Okay. Um, Would you like to do that I, now while I, I fell for a second? I'll fill for a second while Ed does that, because you know he does have a job. Um, it's Perga says it's over and now I'm here. How was it, It's Perga? I hope it was good. It was so good, says Debs. Yeah, I saw Debs post it. Thank you for reminding me in the Discord. 
Kelsey was also in the stray credits. <gasps> see, I looked I looked for Kelsey, but I couldn't see her in it. The C. She also closed. That is awesome. She was I mean, she is I mean, if anybody will watch the podcast with her, you'll know just what a what a fantastic person she is. And it's uh it's great seeing people who are genuinely really nice. Uh people like getting their opportunities like this. Speaking of which, actually, I've got a code for Stray on PC if anybody wants it. Um, so, yeah, if anybody wants it, just if you don't, because I mean, if you've got PS5 or you've got PlayStation uh, Plus, then you can just get it from there. But if anybody can't play it anywhere else and only on PC, then I can maybe, uh, yeah, maybe do it. Um, we could even do it's a little. It's definitely finished, right? Yes. <laughs> yes, it has finished. What time did it start? Um, eight o'clock. Okay, good. Yeah. In fact, while we're uh, oh, so you get Ed's uh, face covered with that now. Let's do a while we're waiting for Ed to do this. Let's do a quick giveaway for Stray on PC. Um, yeah, my ooh was nice instead of I want it. Well, well, let's do that. You have to follow though to to get it. Um. Okay, Stray. Straight on PC. You can use your... The tickets cost one coin. You can only get one coin. Uh, let me go and see. Yeah, you have to follow to do it. Okay, this is uh, what we're doing right in the middle of the podcast. But you know what? Why not? Um, there we go. For the next few minutes, if you type in exclamation mark ticket space one, people listening to the podcast, you'll be able to find out who wins as well um but yeah go and type in exclamation mark ticket space one if you want a chance of winning stray on pc <clears throat> so um i hope uh i hope it went well and i'm looking forward to talking about it does it, this means you can probably talk about some of the games but you also have somebody coming over to your house very soon don't you so do you have time to mention it um yeah well i've just put a link there okay so in the chat so that is everything shown at the annapurna showcase um my, I'll just say that my standout is Thirsty Suitors. Um, I sound so it good. Is, it is Scott Pilgrim meets Persona. Um, it is uh, the protagonist is a or an Indian American young woman, and she has a number of thirsty suitors, uh, like the exes in Scott Pilgrim, and she has to battle them in turn-based combat to sort of appease her Indian parents. Um, and um, it looks so fun. Um, Tell us about it. Sort of yeah. going into sort of persona style, like going into the psyche of of uh, of of these suitors. Um, she has these different taunts she could do to debuff them in different ways, um, and they're really playing on the cultural aspect as well. So um, one of the suitors is an Indian man, and um, they're saying, <laughs> "Well, the only way to get through to an Indian man is through his mother," and so you have to summon the mother in to like taunt him and tell him off, which then allows you to damage him. So it's just they're really playing on culture with this turn-based combat, um, and it's so vibrant. It actually, I, I'm pretty sure her. Thirsty suitors are a mix of genders as well, so it's really queer friendly. Um, it looks brilliant. I am really, really excited to play Thirsty Suitors. Me too. Like, yeah, the way you were explaining it just and sounds. It's, it's coming out next year. Um, PC, Steam, um, Xbox consoles, including Game Pass, uh, PlayStation consoles, and Switch. So it's coming out on everything. Brilliant. Well, that I feel like that's going to be a big game. Yes. Uh, what's your uh, game of the year so far? Do you think? Oh, don't ask me that. Is it Elden Ring? I'd say I'd say my top. Well, 
I don't I don't want to jump um I don't want to jump the gun on Stray because I'm enjoying it, but it could be up there. The other two are probably Elden Ring and Tunic. Mm. Oh yeah, you got that hipster choice up there. Yeah. Um yeah, honestly I was playing Stray when I finished it. I just it just felt like it it one of the, sometimes games when they have a kind of a mystery to them, they just go weird and hot and like terrible at the end. Um and really, really obscure and stuff. Whereas I felt Stray had a really lovely ending and like I just really rounded the story off perfectly. And yeah, that's up there for me right now. It's challenging a few others. The thing is that do you mm, to put it as game of the year, you'll have to finish it. So there's gonna be like three games that I'll be able to uh, award game of the year to. Well, we'll have a we'll have a top ten, won't we? We will. Yes. While we're on the news, let's race through some other headlines. Um, the most important from today. Edith Finch in 60 FPS. That is it. That is literally the best game of the year. If that is, is that the yes, 60 FPS um, announcement? Was that in the announcement today? It was, yes. That's right. You told me. Um, it's, yeah. Okay. That's game of the year. Sure. If you say so. Oh, by the way, um, are we, we before no. we before i forget because oh, i know i'll we'll forget it was the the idea that i had as we're starting off you know the yeah go for it i think so can i can i say it can i tell the can listeners? i say my thing please can i tell the listeners um so from next week every thursday the question of the day in the um stream uh, in the discord sorry will be what games have you been playing and we're going to because we talk about what games we've been playing but it's also going to be interesting to see what you've been playing even if it's something like, oh, I've been playing, you know, FIFA. Or if you've been playing some indie queer game that, you know, very few people have played and it, you got it on Itch.io or... Is it Itch.io or Itch.io? Itch.io. Okay, that one. Yeah, if you, you, it could be something like that. But it'd be awesome to get people to let us know what games they've been playing and give like a little review or what you think of them. Um, and then we can read them out and maybe facilitate some discussion as well. So getting people, getting the community involved, let us know what you've been playing. And that will be on a Thursday. So, or even uh, if it's a really obvious game, like um, like this week, we've both played Stray. Everyone's playing Stray. We'd love to include your opinions on that as well. Yeah. FIFA does count. I mean, if you're loving FIFA and you've got opinions about the new FIFA game coming out, sure, we could talk about it. Dorf Romantic. Yeah, just let us know what you've been playing. Um it would be awesome to uh, include other people's games as well, not just the ones that we're playing. Absolutely. And also what you even think about Stray. Even if it's long-term ones, it's just nice to know what people are saying and we can read out your opinions as well. Yeah. Be lovely. Yeah, like Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, I'm, uh, you know, grinding this, this, I'm leveling this certain class because I want to use it in the next expansion and it's great. Yeah, we want this podcast to have like a big variety of games, not just the ones that we're playing. Yeah. But also we are... LGBT focus and there's a lot of people in the chat who identify as such. So what games have you been playing? It would be uh it would make it a bit more representative of games that everyone in our community <clears throat> and beyond have been playing. Yes, Melam, you are allowed oh. to tell us what games you've been playing. <laughs> <laughs> who is straight? I have plenty of time left. We're all good. Yeah. Um so the news this week. Um very important news from today. We have the next wave of Mario Kart DLC tracks. Oh my god, I squealed a little bit at work 
when yeah. uh, you sent me that. I totally forgotten about it. That surely that's not surely it's been more than three months since the last one. Nope. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um. So they are uh, coming on the fourth of August. So that is next week. Mm. Uh, we have eight new tracks, um, which is divided up into two two new cups, and they are hmm. um, Calamari Desert from the N64 game, Ooh. Waluigi Pinball from the DS game, which oh. is amazing. Yeah, I was about to, I saw that was the one I'm most excited about. Yeah, uh, Mushroom Gorge from Mario Kart Wii. We love mushrooms. Snowland from Mario Kart Advance. Okay. Mario, Mario Circuit 3 from the SNES game. I didn't see that one, but Mario, that was the first video game I ever played. Like the first console. In fact, actually, it might be the first video game I ever played was Mario Kart on the SNES. Well, there you go. Memories. Live your youth. Beautiful memories. memories. Um, there are then two from Mario Kart Tour, which is the mobile game. So that's New York Minute and Sydney Spring. Mm. And then there is one other that is coming a little bit later. Uh, which is a brand new track and it's coming to both tour and also the dlc called sky high sunday and it's basically an ice cream theme track which We've i already... think looks really cute okay yeah i saw that and it reminded me of the other dessert track that they have which one's that isn't the one that you go and there's like these cones and there's ice i'm sure there's already a a food one is there not a food truck already? I mean, prob probably. Yeah. Wait, Mario Kart 8 food truck. Food toes. No. Oh, yeah. Sweet Sweet Canyon. Yeah, Sweet Sweet Canyon. That's the one. Can never remember the name. There you go. Hmm. Um, but yes, so 4th of August. So <laughs> absolutely, we need to do some Mario Kart Mondays and test out these new tracks. Mm, I love food toes. But when is the ball? In fact, the fourth of August is next Thursday, so maybe after the podcast next week, we should play some Mario Kart. That's that's one hundred percent what's going to happen. That'll be the podcast game, and we can all test them out together. Yes. How about that? Why are they called chocolate fingers and not chocolate toes? Because they're too long to be toes. Have you not seen my toe next to the big toe? Let's not go there. <laughs> 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 anyway right what other news is there um i think everyone here knows this already but they have announced the city for twitchcon eu next year <gasps> and what is it in, going to be it is going to be in gay paris oh. avec les baguettes well wow. et les pantos chocolat panto chocolat <laughs> pano chocolat oh, okay can we stay in the marais Chocolate bread <laughs> yeah can we stay in the marais the Marais, dis the Marais district. It's the gay area. Oh, great. Sure. It's really nice. Very that expensive, it but it's, um, oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful. Well, yeah. And uh, I think we're all going on a outing to Disneyland one of the days. Well, look, if we're going to go there for, you know, we're all making the effort to go there for TwitchCon. We might as well take an extra day or two and go to Disney. Wouldn't you like to do something cultural instead? No, I don't actually care about Paris. But Disney, I'm interested in. <laughs> do we know the venue in Paris? We do not know the venue. The, the venue? The venue. Um, 
I say that I would happily go to Paris to just eat everything. Yeah. So, oh my God, it's going to be amazing how living in, oh, living, uh, staying in a place that has amazing breakfast. Because the UK doesn't really do very good breakfast, apart from you, obviously. The UK is known for breakfast. Not eat, no. Oh, give me a freshly baked croissant any day of the week over okay. a fryer. Okay, hang, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. A continental breakfast, that sort of Parisian breakfast, like, which is also very Italian as well, of like coffee and a croissant or a cornetto, as they say in Italy. <laughs> I'm down for that. They call it a cornetto. Oh, I thought you meant like a literal cornetto. cornetto. <laughs> no, but that's, a, they, that's what they call a croissant. Oh, I shouldn't do that. <laughs> um, I am 100% down for that as a, as a breakfast, okay? Give me a good strong coffee and a bit of pastry. I'm down for that. But that's also a snack. 20 minutes later, I would like breakfast, please. Just get that's another one. Yeah, not another just one. Sugar high. Mm. I mean, I like a full English breakfast, but, you know, once a week. Make note of oh, that. Yeah. Once a week. Um, That's true. Yeah. I like a good eggs Benedict. Mm, yeah. Cinnamon buns. Oh. Uh, cinnamon buns, absolutely. But that is, yeah. uh, if we're going to go full <laughs> Swedish, that is more of a fika thing mid-morning with a cup of coffee. By the way, some, uh, money said like we can bring the Rona Lisa to the Mona Lisa. I am 100% going to get, <laughs> going to be wearing my Rona Lisa shirt. And I want, I'm going to have a picture oh God, totally go standing next to the <laughs> Mona Lisa. I know they won't be able to get anywhere close because of all the people around it. But I want a picture with me, with my Rona Lisa and the Mona Lisa behind it. That has to happen. <laughs> uh, it's going to be beautiful. Um, but yeah. Very nice. Very, very so nice. yes, we're all going to uh, we're all going to Paris next year. So that's going to be fun. Yeah, <laughs> the best typo I've seen in a long time from Heather in the chat. After a sugar high, sugar high, and a strong coffee, my stomach would nope for the rest of the rest of the day. Give me a sausage nutty any day. <laughs> wow, that's Ooh. one way to start the day. <laughs> <laughs> I love a sausage nutty. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, I never. <laughs> Don't you not? Oh, anyway. Um, so right, let's get through some some slightly sad news. Um, yeah. Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic remake, unfortunately, is in serious trouble and has been <sighs> delayed indefinitely. Why? Um, because it was not up to standard, and so they've decided that it's taking too long, it's taking too much money, well, um, oh. and it's all in a bit of a mess. Why announce it? Because they had high hopes and they knew that people would be up for it. Well, I've heard. I can't remember who it was that, well, I do know who it was that told me this, but I think it's a bit of an open secret that a lot of these big reveals, like reveals of these massive games with hardly anything in there is pretty much just an advertise, like an advertisement. And it's a call for people to be like, look, we're making this game. Come work for us. Come work for us. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. So that is, and I, maybe they didn't get enough applicants or <laughs> <laughs> not, not ones of good enough uh, standard. I I think it was being made by Aspire and I think the larger publisher wasn't happy so they might take it on themselves with a different developer, something like that. So there is still some hope. But... I'm glad that there's a new hope. Yeah, Indeed. get it? Star so Wars reference. Very clever. We come in peace. Wrong film. Oh, shit. Um, the Sims 4. I know there are lots of Sims players here. Well, um, you're, are there lots of Sims fans, lots of chest hair fans in the Are you a chest hair fan? I am, yeah. 
There you go. Yeah. Um, there is a new update that adds various bits and pieces. However, there is also a glitch that has been accidentally added that is aging people very quickly. Um, and so you can have a child in the game that then will suddenly grow up to become an adult really, really quickly. Um, and so people are now kind of speed running it to try and get through it before people die because they're just aging too quickly. I also saw an article that said that they have accidentally added in incest, um, oh. probably because of that. So like, <laughs> um, people are growing up too quickly and then having relationships with each other. That's so what The Sims is in a bit of a mess. <laughs> but do you know what they've patched in? Go on. They, Tell us. They patched in straight people. What? Because I know before all Sims were bisexual and apparently now because you can choose the sexual orientation of your Sims, they've literally, yeah, patched in straight people. <laughs> so I hope you're I hope you're happy with your representation, straight people. Exactly. <laughs> you enjoy that having to be purposefully put in because it's not default. <laughs> it's about time they had their moments. Is exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> about time we got some reps as <laughs> Uh But no, that's, I, you know, unintended glitches are always the best. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I don't know if anyone here uses VR chat, um, but the mm. community is very upset at the moment. Um, basically, VR chat have decided to add in uh, anti-cheat um, into the game, um, which is to, I guess, you know, to make changes and, and whatever else. Um, but by adding in anti-cheat, it removes mods from the game. Um, and there are loads of people that use VR chat, but with mods. And a lot of those are disabled players who are only able to access VR chat if they're using these mods. And by adding in this easy anti-cheat, they've said, right, within 24 hours, like, all the mods are gone and suddenly people can't actually play the game in the way that they want to because they've got rid of the mods. So um, that is also a complete mess mm. um, and it's being review bombed and people are moving away from it. And it's, it's uh, yeah, it's a real mess. You know, I, um, <clears throat> I've never Developers played... should include accessibility themselves and not rely on mods. That is yeah. the moral of that story. I, um, I never played... Uh, that but i did play rec room um okay which was i don't know what if it's similar but it's like a place recreation room you're just going vr playstation vr you wander around you can take part in games and there's like voice chat on by default and i remember playing it for about 10 minutes did it on stream and there were people shouting slurs all sorts going on um and i recorded it i recorded the clip put it on twitter uh been like oh my god in fact i'll post it in the chat um, so you can see it, but some of the comments, I was like, I was quite shocked. Someone was like, uh, are you even playing in VR? Your headset lights aren't turned on. Your head movements aren't doing anything in the game. Um, it wouldn't let, so, and what it was, it wouldn't let me use movement in VR, but I could use the controller to move around. And it was just like a big 3D screen. Um, but people are like, oh, we don't believe you're actually even playing the game. Why are you wearing your PSVR? That's a good point. And like people trying to, uh, make out that I wasn't playing it um and there were some other people as well that commented in my dms being like um uh you know you'd never last a minute in the uh, call of duty lobbies blah blah blah. you know the modern warfare lobbies so yeah vr whatever chat rooms are one of the worst anyway happier news yes. i know that you're a fan of yakuza <sighs> mm, want to well zero Someone. six 
one. Sure. Um, I, I I have still not played them all, and I still really want to play Like a Dragon, though I know you won't like, and I probably will love. Mm-hmm. Um, however, all eight Yakuza games are coming to PlayStation Plus this year, mm. starting in August. So if you are yet to play them, and you've got PlayStation Plus, they're all coming. I just love the beat-em-up style. Like the seven, seven when they were like, oh, let's go and bring back lots of nostalgia to like old RPG, JRPGs of the, you know, of the 90s or early to early 2000s. Just nah. Um, also, Life is Strange True Colors fans. Mm-hmm. Um, Steph, who was the uh, lesbian love interest in that, uh, she now has a novel coming out. Um it's coming out in March 2023, so it's a little while off yet. Um, but they are—they're basically writing a novel about her story that will fill in between her appearance in uh, the one beforehand. Was it before the storm she was in? I think that mm-hmm. one, and then True Colors. Um, so yeah, um, if you're interested in that, um, there is uh, there's going to be a book coming out. Mm. And then the last bit of news, which is the sort of weird news of the week. It's the secret church in near automata. Automata. Yes. Automata. Oh. Now, this is a mess and it's very intriguing. And I will attempt to very quickly summarize it for people who maybe don't know. Um, near automata. We all know it came out five years ago. And someone on on uh, I was going to say Discord then someone on Reddit um, posted images and then videos of themselves in a church room, uh, and basically saying like, "How did I get like how, how do you get to this? Because I got to this room and my friend couldn't. So so how did I do that? Like has anyone else seen this this weird church room? And all the modders and data miners came in and were like, "Well, hang on, like." you can't mod the game in this way. So people were thinking, well, is this a hoax? What is the secret room? Um, is Has this just been modded into the game? But the modders are saying, well, you can't mod it in this way because they have, it's not advanced enough to be able to literally add like new bits to a level and add in a secret door. And adding fuel to that was Yoko Taro, the creator who was literally sharing it um, on Twitter and saying like, you know, all my insight is that I can't say what this is because he pointed to his Twitter profile that says um, that he's not allowed to comment on games. So he is literally stirring this up. People are saying, well, if he's acknowledged it, what does that mean? Is this a hoax? Is this just marketing? Because there's a Switch version of Automata coming out. Um, what could this mean? And the latest that happened overnight into today is that some more videos have come up from the same original poster. Uh, that poster on Reddit is called Sad Futago. And they've posted new videos uh, of the sequence in the church. And within that are various assets that are taken from Neo Replicant, which was remastered and released last year. And there are loads of references and assets from that game in this church. And people are like, well, this can't be a mod because those assets don't exist in Automata. They only exist in 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 um, replicant, so you can't add them in. So how has this person managed to find these assets in this game? Like, where has this secret room come from? And the whole community are just 
completely mind blown as to where this has come from. Um, the latest is that people are genuinely thinking that this is a marketing ploy. Um, my thought is that well, why are there so many references um, to uh, to last year's game? Is it that there's maybe the remaster of that is also going to come to Switch as well as Automata? Um, who knows? This is the sort of weird, wild stuff that Yokotaro is known for doing. Um, or is this just a fan who somehow has modded the game in a way no one else has managed to do? Or is this just some wild hoax through videos? How has this been done? Um, we, we, we just do not know. And it is spiraling around the internet um, as the biggest story of the week that no one knows where this secret church room has come from or what it means. Intrigued. Mm. And I, it's such a good game as well. I haven't played um, Replicant of You. I have not. I have not. Um, I was tempted to. Automata, I don't think I... Well, I don't think I liked it quite as much as you did, although I did still really enjoy it. Um, I was tempted to play Replicant um heard sort of mixed things i think fans really enjoyed it and other people were like if you're not a fan less so there are some annoying things um but yeah i'd like to give it a go i think at some point yeah i wonder if the music is as good uh in it because like the uh, the music in the original was incredible i've heard very good things about the music in replicant okay okay mm, interesting then definitely all right so um right i think that's it is there anything else you want to say before we uh that is the news of the week. Um, so yeah, things we talked about today. Next week, we're going to be asking people in the Discord, exclamation mark Discord, what games you've been playing on Thursday. That will be the question of the day for every Thursday. So you can get your say in and tell us what you've been playing as well. Um, please let us know, even if it is something that, you know, you've just continued playing or it's an old game that you've picked up. And, and then you can join us for some Mario Kart afterwards. Exactly. And don't forget on Saturday morning, youtube.com slash swapping joysticks, you will be able to see Ed and I battling it out in Formula One 2022. Uh, we're going to record that tonight and I'll get that edited. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. And then from next week, you will get our adventures at the Formula E. Exciting. Very, very exciting. All right. So, um, well, you can do your thing. Well, you do the where can we find you, don't you? Where can we where? find you, Ed Nightingale? <laughs> Get the order right, Ben. You've so done I'm, this enough times now. I know. I'm uh, I'm just remembered something that I needed to quickly check, but I've, uh, yeah, I've done it. Yeah, go and tell right. us. Uh, well, you can find me on Twitch and on Twitter at Ed underscore Knights with an N. Excellent. And uh, you can find me everywhere at Biggest Benus or Biggest Benus 1 if it's a place that I don't uh, have the original uh, name on. All right. So I will see you or we will see you around on YouTube, on Twitter, on Twitch and next week. Yep. We'll be back next week. Be there or get swapped that's, that's even worse than the the last that's even worse than the split thing doesn't even make sense all right bye <laughs>